Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the History Hotline. When I first started this podcast, I had a request for a potential idea for an episode. So here's that request. Could you cover, as a discussion point, Morgan Freeman's opinion that Black History Month is actually damaging to black history? Because that confines black history to just one month, where it's actually part of the full history, which is 12 months, 365 days a year. Um, amazing to hear your thoughts on that. As Black History Month is fast approaching in the next few days, I thought it would be a perfect time to address this um, and speak about Morgan Freeman's sentiments and what his arguments were, and then look at Black History Month within the context of Britain and British history and the way we remember history in this country um, as a focus for today's episode. If in the future you have any requests for what you would like an episode to be about, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or a message on Twitter Um, at the history hotline on instagram and at the history hl on twitter so today's episode will be about black history month and how we celebrate and commemorate it and i'm going to play for you um, the recording of morgan freeman's opinion on this topic from an interview that he did in 2005 black history month you find ridiculous why you're going to relegate my history to a month oh come on what do you do with yours which month is white history month well, 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 come on, tell me. Well, uh, I'm Jewish. Okay, which I'm month Jewish. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh, oh, why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no, no. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. So, as you heard, Morgan Freeman does not want Black History Month, or he didn't in 2005 anyway. He thinks it's ridiculous to confine black history to one month. Of course, he's speaking within the context of American history. We will be jumping over to Britain as this is, you know, a black... Well, it's, it's, a, it's a black history podcast. We are, we've been focusing on Britain for the last few weeks. I think we'll stay there. Also, it's obviously Black History Month in Britain and not America in October because America celebrate theirs in February. Now, it would be really easy for me to tell you about my opinions on Black History Month and the way we celebrate it and, you know, the good and bad things about it. However, although it is my podcast, it's not all about me and my opinion. So I will be using some clips from um, a few people that have spoken about Black History Month. Obviously, we've started off with Morgan Freeman's opinion, which I think we will break down first rather than me bombarding you with lots of different opinions and then have to pick out the kind of strengths and weaknesses from each of them. So Morgan Freeman is arguing the point that why are we, you know, pushing black history into one singular month when black history is quote-unquote American history and with the, in the context of Britain, black British history is and should be um, part of British history. There are so many arguments to pick out about Black History Month that my brain is, is hurting slightly, just a little bit. But I think I want to just break down the idea of what kind of history we should be studying in this quote-unquote Black History Month because some people would argue that this is a time to look at, you know, all the black histories that exist. However... I would argue that this time where Britain have decided that this month will be dedicated to black history, I personally, even though I said I wasn't going to give my opinions, um, I personally think that it should be dedicated to black British history, not just because it's what I study and it's what I like, but because I find that when Britain, you know, looks at black people in the past, whether that be within the continent of Africa, in the Caribbean, in America... They like to pass blame and to shift 
the focus from the atrocities that they committed under the British Empire and the things that European colonialism caused over the world. When we focus so much on American history, whether that be slavery or the civil rights movement or you know even police brutality in the more modern day, we lose focus and I think we shift this idea that racial injustice and racial tension only happened um, over the pond when in fact at the same time as you know Americans are fighting for their civil rights in the 60s so were black people in Britain Um, and at the same time black people were being lynched in America so were they in Britain and I find that with British history the way that the curriculum is set up in schools it's always looking at race in America or a different context to Britain and if it ever does look at black people in Britain it likes to look at these happy palatable stories we don't really look at the kind of evils that were committed on British soil we didn't you know we looked at the mangrove nine in the first episodes that is not something I knew until a few um, maybe years ago maybe months ago these things where you know the British government and the British state really shows themselves to be truly quite insidious and evil we aren't we aren't taught about them you know there are instances throughout history where black people have been lynched Charles Wooten in 1919 being one of them in Liverpool there were riots in 1919 in Cardiff race riots um, that I've never learned about in school or in any black history month celebration you know what the police did to David Olawale in Leeds that's not something that's taught about these are some horrific instances where institutions that are meant to protect um people in this country namely the police um, but other institutions as well we've looked at education in the past few episodes as well these institutions have failed to protect and tragic incidents have happened because of this these aren't the things that are brought to light in a black history month we learn these really happy cheery stories about black people that have you know achieved things despite the odds of racism despite all the adversity they've faced and whilst they are important narratives to tell and they are definitely definitely things that we should learn about I think it needs to be balanced with some of the uglier histories that this country has on its hands so I think I'd say my first point is that Black History Month you know if it is to be celebrated in October in this country I believe it should focus on black British history um, because primarily because it's so often overshadowed and overlooked when we look at black history as a whole however Morgan Freeman's point about the fact that you know black history is American history black British history is British history that point I do believe stands probably the strongest point he made in that argument in that um, interview the fact that we have to have a month to celebrate black people in Britain because it is so often erased and left out of you know teaching in the curriculums teaching in universities you know I've been to institutions where there are no black British history courses to study there are so many institutions in the UK at university level where you can't do a a course on black British history or if you do a course on British history maybe a module you'll have a week or two that talk about the black people and Asian people and that all gets lumped into one And so I feel like as much as in an ideal world, you know, we wouldn't have to have a month and our history, you know, as black people would be intertwined into British history. You know, if you speak, if you're speaking about the 80s and you're thinking about Spatcher, speak about the impact of that on black people. You speak about the riots in Tottenham and Brixton and Handsworth. Um, You don't just speak about Margaret Thatcher and, you know, the impact of that on maybe working class people in the north. You look at a more broader picture of Britain at that time as opposed to separating history into like how it impacted different people of colour. Um, I think that would be, you know, a better approach, but that's obviously not not what's been done and it's not what it's not 
it's not looking like it's going to start happening so I think until the point where black history is celebrated and taught in the same way that British history is taught and taught together you know in one maybe conversation or maybe obviously not one conversation you don't necessarily want to conflate all the issues together but until it is taught with equal importance and significance I think we have to have a month because there is really no other way Um, you know as a student doing my undergraduate degree I didn't do any black British history modules at university I did one in the School of English because I did joint honours for my undergraduate degree and that's where I started learning about black British history and so if it wasn't for Black History Month especially in a city like London where there are exhibits there are exhibitions there are plays there are talks um, honestly there's so much to do that is when I started to learn and be able to take control of my own learning when it came to black British history without black history month mm, would I be here today maybe not I'd probably be doing like American history because that is what I went to uni to do um, I studied slavery I studied civil rights and I did that until second year and then in second year having take, taken that black British history module in English I realized that is what I wanted to do and started working towards Caribbean history and black British history that way. So now we're going to react to some UK MPs in a talk that they did for Black History Month in 2015 uh, called Diversity in Parliament, answering the question, why is it important to celebrate Black History Month? I've got three clips coming up, we'll take them one by one. I'm really hoping that this video doesn't get pulled for copyright. Um, You might know (laughs) some of the MPs by the sound of their voice. I'm not going to say their names because I'm quite critical of some of their opinions, um, unfortunately. But we'll just have a listen and then we'll go from there. It's really important that we celebrate Black History Month. And not just for black people, but for all people. Because through those stories, Rosa Park insisting on sitting uh, where she wanted to on the bus, Martin Luther King, Mandela, the black experience, all the people who are successful in our own country, through that, all of us, whatever the colour of our skin, we take a universal story of triumph, of social justice, of perseverance and of achievement. So that was our first MP. Now there were several things to raise, several points to raise. My first point is the idea of who is Black History Month for? Now, it was suggested that Black History Month is not just for black people. Again, this is debatable. Um, a quote comes to mind from Marcus Garvey that a people without the knowledge of their past history, origin and culture is like a tree without roots. Whilst I would definitely agree with Marcus Garvey's quote, black people's history does not begin in Britain. Um, It definitely does not begin in 1948 um, with the Windrush. Uh, Black people have been in Britain since the 3rd century um, in the Roman Empire. Uh, There were soldiers guarding Hadrian's Wall. Wouldn't know that without Peter Fryer's book, Staying Power. If anybody ever wants to to read about black British history um, in its entirety as far as pre-1980s, then that is definitely the book for you. And just to give some context around you know the fact that black people have been in Britain for such a long time the book is about 400 pages worth of um, actual text and then I think it's about 200 pages worth of appendix and notes in the version I have and I think page 373 is where we get to 1948 
and the book finishes at about page 402. So the last 30 pages of the book is is basically the only focus on the post-war era of migration and the things that happened. Obviously it was written in the 80s, so there was only so much to say. However, the fact that there are literally 373 pages of life of black people in Britain before 1948 highlights just how extensive that history is. And not to mention the fact that, you know, Peter Fry didn't know every single story about every single person or every single event. So that book could be so much longer. And, you know, he would have picked and chosen the bits that he wanted to include um, whilst, you know, keeping it as extensive as possible. But the point remains that black people a have been in britain way longer than the windrush generation and b black people's history does not begin in britain you know before we were in britain as caribbean people we were in the caribbean and before that we were in africa and so if you know black history month is really about black people learning about their history then i would suggest that study into african history would be needed and then black history month in britain maybe wouldn't be suitable for black people in the sense of if all we're going to study is black british history when you know in line with marcus garvey's quote a people without their history is like a tree without roots then black history month would simply not be enough for us to cover really where we came from and our actual history prior to colonization and slavery what a wonderful tangent that was we have strayed slightly from our first clip Um, But I just wanted to raise one second point that we spoke about briefly when referencing Morgan Freeman's um, ideas. But the fact that that MP, when he was listing off, you know, the contribution that black people have made, he went for Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela. And as I mentioned, I think it was in the last episode, those are the three people, the three black people you study in school, apart from people that were enslaved. And the fact that, you know, of all the people that he could have called on throughout black British history. He still chose, you know, two Americans um, and a South African man. It is very interesting and I think it just exactly highlights the problem that we have when teaching black history in this country and erasing black British history in favour of black American history and the civil rights movement. Now we're going to get into the second clip from those MPs. I think it's very important that Black History Month is commemorated, it's celebrated, because what it does is brings to a wider audience the knowledge about black people's contribution, not only to British society, but throughout the whole world. I really, really hate the word contribution. It comes up in debates whenever we speak about immigration or, you know, refugees coming to this country and it's like, oh my goodness, look at the contribution they're going to make to society. Look at the contribution they've made. We should treat them so much better. You should treat people well because they are human beings, not because of their economic output or the labour you've attached on top of their head. If I'm honest, the fact that, you know, this country is like, what, the sixth largest economy in the world for a small tiny island um, are doing all right and the fact that their wealth the wealth of this country has been pillaged and violently extracted from so many regions of the world through colonization through slavery through forced labor and through decades of it i don't understand why we are reducing people that have now come to this country off of the back of colonization um, off of the back of being called here to rebuild this country after the war, we are now speaking about them as if they only matter because of how much they've contributed to this economy, to the sixth biggest economy in the world. 
they shouldn't have to contribute to the economy to be recognized um, as human beings um i feel very passionately about this issue um because in the windrush scandal and in the wake of that when people were speaking about you know the people that were affected it was all the conversations were really centered around you know look at all these people have contributed to society and this is how the british government repays them well of course that's true and of course they have contributed a lot to society and they should be recognized for that and i'm not detracting from that at all i'm not taking away from that but the fact that that is the only reason to recognize them i take big issue with and i think we're gonna go into our third and final clip of the episode and then we'll have a conclusion and round up all the ideas because there's been a lot of things that we've discussed and spoken about in this episode. I think it's very important to understand uh, black history because that's an essential part of the British story and if you look at the British Empire it's very much shaped the world we live in today and one of the legacies of empire um, was multiculturalism and a consequence of the end of the empire was that a lot of people from the outskirts of the empire, if you like, came to Britain uh, for various reasons to find work, to make uh, a living. And I think the modern Britain that we have today is very much a legacy of that. And I think Black History Month has quite a crucial role in explaining and making people understand. Can't lie, I quite like that take. I thought it was quite interesting because uh, he is correct in saying that, you know, by understanding and learning Black British history, you do the narrative does get to a point of multiculturalism um which was kind of a it was a real buzzword around the like early 2000s i used to hear that all the time like oh birmingham's the most multicultural city or i feel like we don't hear it as much now um i don't know if that's because it's a box checked off it's been done we've achieved it or because it doesn't actually matter i don't know but it does speak on the fact that, you know, if we look around society, why does it look the way it is? Why are certain groups in certain situations and certain positions within society? And by understanding black British history, you know, maybe probably from the 1940 period onwards, we can understand that a little bit better. Now, I'm sure you're aware of the fact that I believe that, you know, we should be learning more black british history i think it's really important it's the reason i started this podcast just so that people could you know take in some of the topics some of the events that happened within black history in an informal way you know outside of a classroom you don't necessarily have to pick up a lengthy book you can just listen to me for like 20 30 minutes every monday and you'll learn something or i hope you do anyway um but we have to ask ourselves the questions you know if we are to have better Black History Months and hopefully maybe one day in our lifetime, Black History that doesn't have to just be pushed into a month and is taught as part of a wider curriculum in schools and universities. Um, and just, you know, within TV, within documentaries, just more within the mainstream. Um, we have to kind of answer the questions such as, you know, how do we want that to be taught? Who do we want to teach that history where do we want to learn it how do we want to learn it there are so many questions and i really would urge you to if you would like to carry on this conversation to head into the comments under the instagram post at the history hotline um i always post the a clip or a little snippet of what's coming out in the episode so if you would like to continue the debate i'll leave a space for that there if you'd like to continue the debate on twitter or if you'd just like to message me to answer any questions because i have questions or ask any questions if you have questions then feel free to do so because 
it's such a tricky issue and I think it's an ever-changing topic I know this debate literally comes up every single year like somebody always asks why are we still celebrating black history or Morgan Freeman in 2005 you know still asking and saying that he thinks black history month is ridiculous he doesn't want a black history month he just wants it to be taught as part of American history these debates come up time and time again um, and we do have to keep having them because times are changing um, every year there seems to be a new issue pertaining to race whether that be issues with policing brutality or disproportionate stop and search numbers or if it's to do with illegal deportations of people of the Windrush generation despite you know the fact that they've contributed so much to society and I think it is important to keep having these necessary conversations but to also to actually evolve from them and to grow from them not just having the conversations for the sake of having the conversations having the conversations so that the work can be done and things can change for the better so as we step into yet another black history month I hope that you will actively think about how you engage with the month what information you choose to take in what information you choose to seek out you know if you don't normally you know do anything for black history month or you don't i don't know read anything extra or watch anything different then maybe this is a chance for you to do so um if this podcast is this the first thing you do and the last thing then that's okay but do try it i do think black history month it can be and it should be for everybody Black history is interesting and it is important. So please do enjoy the month. Um, We'll have some great episodes as usual. We'll be doing Black History Month every month. Um, But I hope you have a great week and a great month. And I'll see you at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.